Authors, welcome back to another podcast episode. My name is Daria White. I hope you guys had a great weekend. And today I'm talking about fast drafting. Now, this is something that I have been considering. For those of us that are slower writers, don't feel like you have to change what you're doing. For those of us that do fast draft, you know, I'm sure you've heard this because I did do some research, but I kind of saw some similar information in terms of how to go about it. There is a video on it by Kim Chance in particular that I have watched and she talks about how she fast drafted her sequel to her upcoming uh, book that's going to be coming out in September. So fast drafting, for those of us that don't know, is basically things that you can do to go ahead and prepare yourself so that you can write faster in a shorter amount of time and possibly write your novel within at the least maybe a month, at the most maybe three months. So for some of us that are slower writers, that may seem daunting. And for those of us like, oh yes, great, it saves me time, then okay. So things that you can do. One I've read is to brainstorm. Brainstorm and make a plan, make a general outline. I personally use OneStopForWriters.com and they do have in their workspace category how to create a story map from your setup, to your your inciting incident although I think it's called like new plot or new situation then your conflict intention your major setbacks you know the climax all those categories are within those six spaces there and you can fill that in to see a general map of your story also character profiles I think are good to have because you need to know your main characters like the back of your hand you need to know their personality you need to know how they react to things you need to know how they handle things when they're under pressure what do they do when they're idle what do they do when they're upset you know their physical appearances um, their emotional wounds what's holding them back what's that one thing that they can't seem to let go of and is it working for their good or is it actually hindering them And of course, their family life, you know, their beliefs, you know, their morals, integrity, their character in general, how I mean, are they considered a good person as your protagonist? Or are they really the antagonist? So having those profiles for me has really helped in onestartforwriters.com because I feel like I know my characters that much better. That really has helped. And again, with the brainstorming, taking time to really think about your story that may sound obvious but it's amazing how I've been able to kind of you know shift gears and kind of reassess some things since I am in Camp Nano and technically according to the numbers I should be about 30,000 words into my story but in reality I'm only 13,000 words it's still good in terms of okay I wrote something but in terms of writing so many words per day, you know, according to the numbers, I am behind. Now, I'm not going to get upset with that, but I have had to go back to my outline and say, OK, what's going on here? What's the point of this story? What do I want my characters to accomplish by the end of this story? Even though it is a sweet romance, you know, how am I going to add conflict and tension? What's going to be the major setback? What's going to be the climax? How am I going to resolve it once it's over? So really, really brainstorm and think about your story. Think about your story. It sounds simple, but really think about it. And of course, with the outlining, I have seen some people use post-it notes. Some people use note cards. Some people write on a board, an actual erase board. And some people print out their scenes to where they categorize them and then put them in order later. Some people, again, with the note cards, I think they do the same thing where they write different notes and then they'll arrange it. Like, okay, I want this to be my opening. Okay, let's save this for the middle. Okay, let's put this at the end. You can arrange it however you want, however it is in terms of how you're imagining it. That's how you can place it in order regardless if you do note cards 
or you write on a board or if you write on post-it notes. Me personally, I put it in Microsoft Word, meaning I go ahead and I type it out. Now, it's not a formal outline with the Roman numerals and the letters and numbers, but I'll just write chapter one. And then underneath it, I'll put in parentheses and then I'll say, okay, uh, my opening with my hook, you know, setting up with my characters and I'll just write a, a few notes about what's going to happen. And then I'll move on to chapter two, chapter three, four, and so on all the way to the end. So as I'm writing, I'll see those notes within the document and, and I'll be like, okay, this is what's going to happen. So I have a general idea. Now those notes may only be about 50 words in itself as opposed to me writing that chapter, which may be over 2,000 words. So again, it's not everything for detail, but it does give me an idea of what's going on. Two, I saw with limiting your distractions, turning off your phone if you have to, getting off of social media, turning off the TV, you know, writing in complete silence with no music. I know some of us don't even want music on. Me personally, I can have music and I can have the TV on when I'm writing. It just has to be on low. But that's just me but limiting your distractions another point that i saw was writing in uh, shorter frames of time meaning don't say okay i have you know four hours or five hours or hey i have the day off from work i'm going to spend this whole day writing you could just take an hour of that time and see how far you can get in that one hour and set the timer on your phone and when you're finished you're finished and some people say hey i've been able to write over a thousand words hey i've been able to write over two thousand words does it matter that's completely up to you. Some of us, it may be a thousand words. Some of us, it may be close to 3,000. I think I saw a post where someone said that they wrote, a, I think maybe close to 5,000. All of us are different. All of us write differently and we write at different paces. So the question is, should you fast draft? I've given you a few things in terms of what others do. What I'm doing is I'm going back to my outline and I'm going back to brainstorming and really thinking about my story, thinking about my characters and the point of the story. I'm already 13,000 into mine. And yes, according to the numbers, I should be further along, but I'm going to go back to the drawing board, if you will. If you have to do that, if you've kind of gotten stuck, go back to the outline. And honestly, do you need to write a novel in less than a month? Again, all that is up to you. If you're on a personal deadline, whether you're independent or if you're working traditionally and you just want to get it early and you want to finish early, then go ahead. But I don't think there needs to be pressure to do that because some say that, you know, the negative side of fast drafting is, you know, you may exhaust yourself. You may burn yourself out unnecessarily. And then some say, you know, um, for those of us that like to edit as we go, that can feel a little torturous because when you're fast drafting, there's no editing as you go. You can't go back to the chapter one if you're already in chapter six, leave it alone. The point is, is just getting it out of your head and then you could come back to the revisions and editing. So that's something that I have to work on because I have been tempted to go back and try to fix things, stuff that doesn't make sense. I know one of my weaknesses is I tend to leave words out. So instead of saying the cat ran, I'll say the ran. I don't know why it always happens. I always leave words out. I try my hardest not to, but we all have that one thing that is a hangup of ours that's always going to come out in that first draft. So just be prepared. Your fast draft is not going to be pretty should you choose to do this because you're constantly moving on. You're not going back. You're not backtracking for anything. You don't go back until you finish it. Hopefully the completed manuscript. But for me, 
honestly, I'm not calling it fast drafting because my average time is roughly six months, five and a half months. For some of us, a manuscript may take longer than that. It may take, you know, past five years. However long it takes for you is up to you. It's up to you, especially for us that are independent and we don't have any sense, you know, control deadlines. We have our own deadlines, but I still discipline myself to stay on track to say, okay, I need to finish this by this weekend or I have something coming up here or, hey, I want to move on to the next project and I want this book finished so I can move on to the next one. That's different, but I don't think you need to put pressure on yourself. I don't think you need to stress over it. Let the story come. If you have to go back to the outline, again, go back to the outline, but don't stress over it. Don't worry about it. If you are behind, if you are participating in Camp Nano, just keep going. Just keep going. The only way to win is if you don't quit. That's the key. So I'll leave that up to you guys if you want to fast draft or if you want to just say, hey, I have my own system and it works. Me personally, I'm not really calling it fast drafting. I'm just going back to the outline to see if that will help in terms of me moving just a little bit faster in regards to, okay, let me refocus here because I have gotten lost in it. It's because I've just been writing blindly in a sense. So I'm going to keep my outline (laughs) close by this time, especially for the next couple of weeks that we have left of Camp Nano. So be encouraged, you guys, and just keep writing. And remember, if you wrote a book, it is already unique because you wrote it and no one can write a book like you. So God bless. Talk to you guys later. Bye.